Michael Jackson, Donny Osmond, David Cassidy, Bobby Brown. What do all these men have in common? Substance abuse. Yep. Questionable lifestyles? Sure. That just happens to be coincidence. Today I mention them because they all come from groups and went solo. Some became more popular. I say that's a matter of opinion. So join me as I go solo today and we listen to some music from the artist who went solo and the group they started in today on Mole and Zane's podcast of rambling randomness. Yeah. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know. And if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... I've got to be more specific. The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Episode 166 of Molin Zane's podcast of uh, Rambling Randomness. And that's right, you heard me right. I am San Zane today. He went down to visit his mama. So they're having fun together. I'm here flying solo. And today's theme is artists who went solo from groups. And uh, part two, by the way, we've done this. Just so happened to be the last time uh, we did this show. Zane happened to take off too. So uh yeah, looks like we're we're doing a true sequel here. And uh it's about hundred and forty something episodes later, but we're still doing it. Great artists came from great groups, such as Michael Jackson from the Jackson Five, Donnie Osmond from the Osmond family, David Cassidy from the Partridge family. By the way, they weren't a real family, but they were a well, on paper, a real group. Bobby Brown left New Edition to go solo and not hump around like he, you know, said in his song. He did not do no humping around. I mean, he did, but he didn't in the song. So, uh, you know, they have a lot in common with a lot of other famous artists that I will be playing on today's show. A couple of them you might not have known came from famous groups or came from a group. And, uh, you know, seeing as how it is, Episode 166 of Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. And uh, I am here all by myself. I am not going to ramble too much. I'm going to tell you where you guys can find us. You can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find us all over the interwebs, all over iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, all that. Go do those internet things like follow share subscribe you go over on the youtube channel like share subscribe follow leave comments we love to hear them interact with us please today though i am going solo i'm going to keep this thing rolling we're going to talk about wrestling we are gonna go and uh let's see i got some news for y'all i got uh, a random fact we got zane popping in via phone call he's gonna be telling us all about his adventures so uh why don't we get to the music here i'm gonna start with a guy who started off in a group when he was just a child. This group likes to change out members as soon as they start to grow pubic hair. That group is named Menudo. And, uh, they did a nifty little song back in the 80s featuring this man, Ricky Martin. The song is called Hold Me. Oh, by the way, all music is provided by Spotify. Here we go, Menudo. Oh, 
1980s classic album Menudo. <laughs> now, uh, you know, most of the uh, members of Menudo kind of faded away. There was a lot of them. Uh, they were moved in and out more than you know. Like I said, as soon as they started growing pubic hair, they were they were out of the group. Uh, you know, most of them have forgotten, but Ricky Martin hasn't. You know, he rose from Menudo to become a like. One of the biggest pop stars of the 90s, starting with his track Living La Vida Loca. And, uh, you know, he went on to pen other songs like She Bangs and, you know, got copied by that uh, that William Hung guy. And, uh, you know, then he went and bought an island in Puerto Rico. And uh, we really haven't heard much from Ricky Martin since. You know, wonder whatever happened to that guy. You know, uh, he wasn't really the only... Uh, one of the only pop singers from the 90s that, that split from, uh, you know, a group. There was uh, Wu-Tang Clan, you know, they had uh, Method Man break off, become a really big star, Ghostface Killer, um, Old Dirty Bastard, of course. But uh, of, the, of the 90s, you really think of people like Justin Timberlake, you know, he broke off from NSYNC and became wildly popular. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest acts going. Uh, still today, honestly, people still still think Justin Timberlake is a very, very big deal. But, uh, you know, what? Let, let, let's, let's talk about uh, Ricky Martin here real quick. Um, you know, he, uh, we talked about his song, uh, Living La Vida Loca, which was really huge. Um, and he's actually continuing to put out music. Uh, this one, the song I'm going to play right now, his solo song, is uh, off an album called Vuelve. Excuse me, my Spanish is really garbage. Spent like three years in the same fucking Spanish class. Anyway, this song is called La Bamba, not the one you're thinking of. Okay? This is different. It's a good song, though. Let me give it a listen here. Ricky Martin, La Bamba, off of Vuelve. Baby. 
Ricky Martin La Bomba off of his album Vuelve. Yeah, that's right. I killed it. I murdered it. I did not uh, take Spanish too well. I slept a lot. Um, like, a lot, a lot. It's time for What's Going On in the World of It is time for what's going on in the world of wrestling. And this week, boy, do we have an exciting show for you on AEW Dynamite. It opened up hot with Mox and Kingston defeating Omega and Nakazawa. The world champ walked out on his friend, leaving Moxley and Omega to deliver a half-and-half finisher for the win. After the match, the Young Bucks appeared and provided a distraction that allowed the good brothers to attack. The heels beat down Mox and Kingston, leaving them lying in the ring just in time for Omega to come on down and deliver a one-winged angel to Kingston and pseudo-pinned him while the Bucks and the Good Brothers mockingly counted 2-3. So, that's gonna suck. You know, for Omega and the Young Bucks when Mox and Kingston eventually come back and uh, basically murder him. I'm, I'm expecting a murder. Cody Rhodes defeated QT Marshall in a banger. In the end, Rhodes offered to help his former friend to his feet when Marshall flipped him the bird. A pissed-off American nightmare applied the figure four for the win. After the match, Big Tony Agogo hit the ring and blasted the American nightmare with a shot to the midsection. He then proceeded to bury him underneath the Union Jack, setting up a future match between Agogo and the Nightmare next week. Britt Baker defeated newcomer Julia Hart as Britt Baker made her way to the ring for the match with young Julia Hart. Just moments after learning she will challenge Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's Championship at Double or Nothing, Baker dominated, wiping Hart out with a sling blade early and applying the lockjaw for the submission victory. Now that's how they need to book Britt Baker. Dominant, go in there, no nonsense, take him out. SCU defeated the Varsity Blondes, the Acclaimed, and the Jurassic Express to earn the title shot. Pillman wearing his legendary father's style tights to, uh, in tribute, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals uh, colors, took the fight to Kazarian late and nearly scored an upset victory for his team. But Daniels appeared and delivered the best moonsault ever, earning the win for SCU. Skiavone introduced the AEW world champion Kenny Omega, Seconded by M.T. Nakazawa. You could tell this was filmed earlier because uh, Nak is still, you know, in pretty good shape. And announced that next week, top-ranked competitors Pack and Orange Cassidy will battle for the right to challenge him for the title at Double or Nothing. Omega put over the idea of a match with Pac, even reminding the audience that he has lost to the Brit on more than one occasion. This brought out Orange Cassidy, whom Omega just straight-up disrespected Totally just fucking did not think he was a threat whatsoever. Took his sunglasses and punked him out like a bitch. Gave him to Nakazawa. And then walked the fuck off. After the break, Miro approached Skiavone and revealed that he has a contract for a TNT Championship match against Darby Allin next week. He vowed to win it, no matter how many risks Darby Allin takes. The Pinochle defeated the Inner Circle via surrender in a hard-fought match in Blood and Guts a.k.a. War Games anywhere else. But in the end, during the commercial, Jericho fought MJF to the top of the cage while his teammates continued, continued that is, to dominate the action in the ring. The champion applied the walls of Jericho, but MJF refused to tap. He caught Jericho with a low blow to force the break and then applied the salt of the earth armbar. Jericho fended off the pain, but MJF answered with a shot to the face with the dynamite diamond ring. He berated the... Fucking Jericho now fucking just pouring blood off his face on the top of the cage and threatened to throw the leader of the inner circle off if they did not surrender. Sammy Guevara, I guess wanting to save his mentor, Chris Jericho, did the right thing according to some people and surrendered, bringing the match to an end. But that was not the end. MJF showed his colors and 
threw Jericho off anyway. Jericho fell through the little stage thing they had there full of particle board and crash pads and stuff, which I'm not knocking because everybody uses crash pads. I'd rather them be safe. Let them do that shit. Just film it different, please, because I did not like how they filmed the ending. It could have been a lot better. That's all I've been saying online. Twitter fucking people, get off my ass. Thank you. MJF stood bloodied on top of the cage to end the show. And that was AEW. So, uh... Let me know what you guys think about AEW in the comments uh, lately. Let me know what you think about, you know, what I like to call the flaccid ending or the blue ball ending. Anyway, we have more wrestling. I did say this is the world of wrestling. And you know what? We are going to send it across the pond to England's own teen queen, the man herself, Eleanor Wrestling. You are listening to the Mom and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. My name is Eleanor, and today I'll be running down everything that happened this week in WWE TV. You can subscribe to my wrestling channel, Eleanor Wrestling. Follow me on my Instagram, Eleanor underscore underscore wrestling, and follow me on my Twitter, at the man Eleanor. Let's get started. So, on Monday Night Raw, the New Day had quite a big issue with AJ Styles and Omos's vacation. Uh, the New Day then faced AJ Styles and Omos for the Raw Tag Team titles, where they did lose. Eva Marie is coming soon to Raw. We then got Charlotte Flair versus Dana Brooke. Charlotte Flair then got added to the Raw Women's Title Match and WrestleMania Backlash. Elias and Jackson Riker covered Randy Orton in Tomatoes. Sheamus attacked Humberto Carrillo backstage. We then got Damian Priest versus John Morrison. We also got the Lucha House Party versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, which saw the Lucha House Party pick up the win, leading to Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander splitting up as a tag team. We then got Drew Gulak versus Angel Garza. We then had on Alexa's playground, Alexa revealed that someone has caught Lily's eye. We then got RK Bro versus Elias and Jackson Riker, which saw RK Bro pick up yet another victory. We then got Mansoor versus Sheamus, and we got Nia Jackson, Shane Baser versus Naomi and Lana in a very short but somewhat enjoyable WWE Women's Tag Team title match. It just sucks that the women are getting such little time lately. And then our main event, we got Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley, which saw Bobby Lashley pick up the win after spearing Braun Strowman. On NXT, we got Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott in a Fool's Camp Anywhere match. Austin Theory got himself into trouble with Scarlett. They got Cameron Grimes versus Asha Hale. Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro are interested in being women's tag team champions. We then got Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher versus Grizzled, Grizzled Young Veterans. Chaos continues to unfold between Karrion Cross, Finn Balor, Kyle Riley, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez are literally ready to absolutely tear each other apart. We then got LA Knight versus Jake Atlas, Saray versus Zayda Ramirez, Kushida wants payback against Santos Escobar, Tony Storm has plans to absolutely get rid of Zoe Stark, and Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart defended their NXT Women's Tag Team Championships against The Way, which saw Candice Ray and Indy Hartwell become the new NXT Women's Tag Team titles in a street fight. This was such an enjoyable main event. I really did enjoy it, and I'm so happy for Candice Ray and Indy Hartwell. On SmackDown, we saw the return of Jimmy Uso. Teddy Long added a fun stipulation to Cesaro's match against Seth Rollins, which said that if Cesaro wins, he gets a Universal title match at WrestleMania Backlash. Cesaro vs Seth Rollins was also a very enjoyable match. Cesaro did pick up the win after Jimmy, Jimmy and Jey Uso cost Seth Rollins the match. This led to Seth Rollins being naturally very angry, and he was questioning whether he should be angry at Jimmy and Jey or at Roman Reigns. <coughs> oh my God. We then got Ruby Wright versus Carmella. Things were turning very brutal between Bianca Belair and Bailey. We then got Dominic Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler. Tamina versus Reginald, which ended in a disqualification after Shane Baze and Nijax got involved. Jimmy Uso has to decide where he stands with Roman Reigns, or is he going to go against him? We've got a 10-man tag team match, and Cesaro absolutely destroyed both Roman Reigns, Jimmy Uso, and Jey Uso to close the show. This was a really enjoyable week in wrestling. Um, it's a bit in WWE, and I did really enjoy SmackDown and, and NXT. Raw continues to be questionable, but it's fun. Thank you so much for listening, and back to you guys. Thank you, Eleanor. That was amazing as usual. We learned so much 
because, you know, we really don't have a lot of time to watch all the wrestling out there. I really want to. But uh, really don't. AEW on Wednesdays is really the only chance we get. And lately, that has been rough. So thank you again, Elmer, for doing this. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow her on all her socials. Um, she gave them at the end of the video, and uh, I will put them in the description. So go do that. Now, we're going to get to a song. Yes, that's right. This is from Group 2 Solo Part 2. And uh, here's one I said that you guys did not know. Probably. Started off in a group. Well, this group was called the First Edition, and it featured a man with the best hair and beard game in the business. So good, he crossed over from country to pop. That's right, the gambler himself, Mr. Kenny Rogers. Well, this is the first edition when he was in it, and this is a little song that they did, a little cover called Elvira. Edition, featuring a man, he's a legend really, Mr. Kenny Rogers, that's right. So, uh, let's mention a couple more uh, people that broke out from successful bands, shall we? Henry Rollins, that's right, he came from a very, very successful seminal punk band called Black Flag. And, uh, you know, but he's, he's definitely <laughs> the most famous member of that group. Uh, the, punk the punk legend is, uh, is much known for his acting and spoken word these days, but he did become a solo musician after leaving Black Flag. He mostly performed with the Rollins Band, which is, uh, it still counts as a, a solo work, I guess, right? Even though the name Band is at the end of it. Uh, let's see. Hmm, what do we got here? Let's, uh, Miss Katie Crutchfield. You probably know Crutchfield better under the name Waxahachie, which she adapted after she started making solo music that was just her and an acoustic guitar. These days, there's a more lush sound to Waxahachie's music, and her critical acclaim is only rising. Before adopting the Waxahachie monitor, Crutchfield was a member of the band P.S. Elliott, along with her sister Allison, who has recorded solo work as well. A little bit more famous, Morrissey. We have to acknowledge the presence of uh, 
another problematic person on this list. Morrissey and his band The Smiths were incredibly popular in their time and remains beloved by many. In fact, Morrissey used to be a true hero to music fans, and he had a particularly strong Latin following. His political views lately have left some feeling unhappy with uh, Moz, but before that, his success was massive. Um, I am one of those people that don't like his political views. Uh, Anyway, David Lee Roth. Well, we know Dave, right? Diamond Dave. We could have put Sammy Hagar here on this list uh, right now, but but the, the Van Halen former frontman, I believe, had one of the bigger, you know, he became really big after. It's Dave, David Lee Roth. Everybody knows David Lee Roth. Everybody's favorite Van Halen song came when David Lee Roth was in that group. I mean, his personality won him over. He had two big hits on his debut from the album Crazy from the Heat. That's right, Crazy from the Heat. You guys know this guy, right? Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, yeah, you know, he came from that little group called Black Sabbath, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Y'all keep thinking Dio, right? Dio? No, Dio was second, man. Second. Black Sabbath was not nearly as good with Dio as they were with Ozzy. But after leaving that band, Ozzy pretty much found immediate success as a solo performer. You know the song Crazy Train, right? Yeah, that's not a Black Sabbath song. That's an Ozzy song. It's an original from his album that went platinum. Blizzard of Oz. That's right. So, uh... I'm going to keep this uh, thing going here. I just played you a song from a group called The First Edition featuring a Mr. Kenny Rogers. Well, I can't go this show, which is called Group to Solo, without playing a solo Kenny Rogers song. I know we haven't played this one yet. So everybody sit back, relax, and listen to the dulcet tones of Mr. Kenny Rogers with The Coward of the County. Everyone considered him the coward of the county. He had never stood one single time to prove the county wrong. His mama named him Tommy, the folks just called him Yellow. Something always told me they were reading Tommy wrong. He was only ten years old. Daddy died in prison I looked after Tommy Cause he was my brother's son I still recall the final words My brother said to Tommy Son, my life is over But yours has just begun Promise me, son, not to do Someone for everyone And Tommy's love was Becky In her arms he didn't have To prove he was a man One day while he was working The Gatlin boys came calling They took turns at Becky And there was three of them Tommy opened up the door Saw his Becky crying The torn dress, the shattered look Was more than he could stand He reached above the fireplace And took down his daddy's picture As his tears fell on his daddy's face He heard these words again Promise me, son, not to do the things I've done Walk away from trouble if you can Now it won't mean you're weak If you turn the other cheek I hope you're old enough to understand Son, you don't have to fight to be a man The Gatlin boys just laughed at him When he walked into the bar room One of them got up Halfway across the floor When 
Tommy turned around, they said, hey, look, old yellow's leaving. But you could have heard a pin drop when Tommy stopped and locked the door. Twenty years of crawling was bottled up inside him. He wasn't holding nothing back, he let him have it all. Tommy left the bar room, not a Gatlin boy was standing. He said, this one's for Becky, as he watched the last one fall. And I heard him say, I promised you, Dad, not to do the things you've done. I'll walk away from trouble when I can. Now, please don't think I'm weak, I didn't turn the other cheek. I sure hope you understand Sometimes you gotta fight when you're a man Everyone considered him the coward of the county Coward of the county, Kenny Rogers So, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, You know, we need to. We got we got an interview. You know, sorry, never no not interview. I'm all flabbergasted. You know this this news heading that I was about to read here. God, you tell me what you think, okay? And uh, you definitely tell me what you think of this title, Cornwall. Man performs naked sex dance to calm down angry pheasant. Yeah. This brought to you by the dailystar.co.uk. <laughs> A highly territorial Reeves pheasant had become so aggressive that every time this man went out on a ride on his lawnmower, the bird would attack him. Flying at his face, talons first. After the client asked Steve for help, he asked his friends for suggestions on how to deal with the bird. And they almost unanimously told him to shoot it, reports Cornwall. But one bright spark suggested that a ritual sex dance... (laughs) But one... But one bright spark suggested that a ritual sex dance might just be the ticket. Steve, who runs a pheasant shoot himself, said, The comment was someone taking the mick more than anything. It's breeding season, so they show off who is the biggest and best. So I took him up on the joke. To be fair, the pheasant looked shocked more than anything. I don't want to know any more about that. And since the internet's messing up... Oh, and uh, as we promised on the line, well, we, as in me, on the line uh, with a special breakthrough telling us all about his adventures, going oh, to visit Jesus. his mom, Zane. <laughs> Zane. I swear, you, you know, I'm not a guest. You don't have to talk me up. Oh, like I'm talking you up. I'm talking DJ you up. On, uh, on, uh, on Saturday Night Poly Fever Radio. <laughs> it's Wolfman Jack, baby. Ow, 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 on the mic we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't need that. So, Zane, Zane, tell us about your little adventure here. Oh, I tell you, it was a trip yesterday. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, tell me, tell me all uh, about it. You got stuck at the airport, am I correct? I did, I did. I was, I was stuck at the airport for. (laughs) um, Let's see, I showed up at like seven thirty in the morning. I showed up in DC. And I left D.C. at like 3.30 in the afternoon. (laughs) And there is not much to do in the American Airlines terminal (laughs) at the Reagan D.C. International. (laughs) I don't assume much uh, anymore, at least right now. Uh, Did they have at least a food stand open? Well, did I, I did I send you the pictures? You you did not send me the pictures. You sent me the picture of you flying over DC. Oh, okay. I thought. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I was doing. I think I was trying to send them to you on my computer, and oh, they okay. didn't send because I, I was doing it through Messenger. Gotcha. Let me let me open that up. Marshall. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Never actually said so. I'm stuck in D.C. right now. I'm supposed to leave around an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you got that message, but you didn't get the pictures. But I didn't get huh? the pictures. Nope. So they did have a, a fairly good food selection. It was an eight-minute walk from where I was, but oh. that wasn't bad. Okay. You know, I had I had some five guys for lunch, but right off the plane, the, the terminal I was in was uh, getting redone, or it was a new terminal. I, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, so they had what's called the uh, – uh, Pete's Coffee. Now, Pete's Coffee is, it's getting a, like I, I told you when we were talking yesterday, remember you could hear all the saws yeah. and the grinding? Yeah. yeah, I heard that for hours. <laughs> they're, they're actually still building all of these little kiosks. Oh, shit. So, these kiosks aren't done yet. <laughs> so, what they had is like, they had like one of those like sunglass rolling kiosks with a guy selling coffee on. He had like three things of coffee. Right. <laughs> and, and he stands there asking you, what do you want? <laughs> and he'll make your coffee for you. And then there was another of those like Hudson News stands, right, right. which if you if you see those before they sell you know overpriced magazines, oh, books, candy, and uh, and this one didn't even have like any like trinkets or souvenirs. <laughs> that was in another one, oh, which was also on the other part. Yeah, oh, so geez. those were like my two things that were close to me. But they did have some food items. I just had to walk, and honestly, I walked back and forth probably about seven or eight times. It probably killed some time. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a good thing that you ended up doing that. <laughs> but and, and, and this this airport, I had never been to an airport where each terminal, like say that you were flying with Delta, right? Um, Delta had its own terminal and security. Okay. So if I left the American Airlines terminal to go to the main terminal, uh-huh. um, there wasn't much in the main terminal. No. And to get to, like, more parts of the airport, you had to go through another security checkpoint. Yeah. And airport security sucks. It's not – it's 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 the whole reason why I don't like flying. <laughs> Just going through airport security is one of the most anxious, nerve-wracking procedures. <laughs> that you, it's, like, it's, it's like cows being led to slaughter. Like, you know that none of this is good, but if you get your shoes back at the end – it's been a complete success. Right. So I wouldn't go out there. Like I wouldn't I would not leave my security area. <laughs> so I just I just kept walking back and forth. The, the lady at the five guys fries and burgers <laughs> said that I could have unlimited refills on my soft drink. Oh shit. So, you know, well, you know, when you spend $21 on a burger fry <laughs> and a soda for yourself, yeah, I, I feel like I deserve something. And I, I, I told her my woes. And, and she's like, you just, honey, you just keep on coming back. You give yourself soda. <laughs> so I had I had a few sodas. You know, it gave me a reason to walk from one end of the airport to the other a couple right. of times. <laughs> now, to be honest, I wasn't the only one. Originally, we had a group of 16 people that were going to be on this plane from uh, – from D.C. to Asheville. Okay. And um, two people were on the original plane that that were – that was I don't know where they were coming in from. Right. But, you know, they were making the connecting flight to Washington. They were supposed to stay on the plane as we got on the plane and then we were going to leave. Yeah. You know, pretty, pretty good. Um, so their plane got struck by lightning. What? Yeah. What? While they were in the air. <gasps> Holy now, shit. Now, they, they, they talked about it like they were like, oh – wasn't that big of a deal like you know we were we had a little turbulence we right. got uh got like the lights went out there was a shake in the plane um the lights went out and that was it that's all they said and then once they landed though uh, i guess that it had done some major major problems uh-huh. to their to their onboard computers and navigation systems right. <laughs> Yeah, they said that the they said that the the uh, lightning went in through the tail and out through the nose of the plane. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> now I did not see this, but the um, these two passengers said that there was pictures of it because I guess I I don't know I guess ca- like um there's cameras mounted in the front of planes. Yeah, yeah. That when when objects come in front of them, it automatically takes pictures yes so there's a picture of lightning coming out of the front of his plane <laughs> that's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah no that's what i heard so you know that's why the plane was held up because oh, you know and i guess they don't just have you know airplanes sitting around like i don't know you think with any service or you know if if a taxi breaks down right you just get another taxi from the depot <laughs> well i guess you can't do that with airplanes right they have to go through this this vigorous 
maintenance process, which takes like all day. Oh shit! And uh, yeah, so we had to wait from a plane that came in from somewhere else and had people on. It was it was a mess. Oh my god! You know, but I did get to get in first class because of this yeah. because. We went from having 16 people. One of them said, screw this. I'm going back to Boston. Right. One person who was from D.C. just got in their car and decided to drive to Asheville. Oh, shit. Which, honestly, she was a bitch. So I thought about asking her if she would take me with her. But I was like, no, I'm not asking her. And at that point, I was was upset. Yeah. I wasn't talking to nobody. I was just like, why did I get off? Like, I, I made these flights for the reason. Right. Getting there at 10 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I wanted to get here at 5 o'clock at night, I would have chosen some later flights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah, but it all ended up working out all right, you know. All right. You know, I, got, I, I, got, I got to sit in a comfy chair and... Uh, get some peanuts? Some soda. No, no peanuts. No, no peanuts? peanuts? But I, you were you know, in first class with no peanuts? No peanuts. They, they, they suspended all, all food on all planes. Oh, damn COVID. But... I will say that I got a full soda, like oh. not just a cup. Right. They gave me the can of what? soda. Yeah, I got a can of soda. Oh shit! Now they they were giving out free alcoholic beverages as well. Well, but, you know, you, you don't know, need I that. I did not partake in you that. Know, you don't need the free alcoholic beverages. No, no, sir. We don't need we don't need Zane turning to Dick Hunter and losing all his clothes on the plane. <laughs> I won't. I will not front though. I didn't think about drinking all day right. till around three in the afternoon. Till right really about when you were about pacing. to get on, right? Yeah. Till I really started pacing, it was like, man, this would have been one of those times where I would have I would have had a blast. I would have spent the whole day at the bar. <laughs> I would have milked this for all it was worth. Oh I would have had God. American Airlines paying for everything. <laughs> like I would have made this a goddamn. Show. <laughs> and I didn't even think about that till about three in the afternoon when I was like, huh, I was pretty impressed with that. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, how's Ma Dukes doing? She's doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Yep. All right. And, uh, we're going to the uh, Biltmore Mansion tomorrow. I was just about to ask you what you guys were, had planned. So, yeah, right. that's, yeah, going to the Biltmore, which is uh, the largest home in America. Largest home in yep. America. Well, you're gonna have to take and, some pictures because I want to see. Yeah, this. yeah, I will, and I'll actually send you all the pictures yeah. um, right after this call. Of, uh, Dude, why don't you of load them up on the uh, Instagram? <sighs> okay. <laughs> see, it's good uh, for something. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. All right, you know what? Send them to me, and I'll put them on the Instagram. No, I'll just put them on the Instagram, but don't expect captions or. Okay. No. No. Nothing special. Anything. Just You're just going to see pictures. <laughs> just going to be pictures. Just pictures. People ain't no context. Just pictures. Yeah, there's no context <laughs> to any of this. Yeah. So, Zane, uh, you know the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the theme for today is uh, from group to solo, and I am having a little bit of an issue picking a song from a particular Mr. Buster Rhymes. And I need you're, you're, you... You're... You're having an issue picking a, picking a song? Picking a song, because we've played from going a few. from the leaders of the new school to I am Busta himself? From Busta himself. So I just need, I have a leader song, but I need a Busta rhyme song, and I know you yeah, know some Busta. You know, the leaders of the new school were, eh, I was never really a big fan of that. Me neither. But what do you no. think? You think Busta definitely became bigger after, because he did. So, like, like he was definitely a more um, round, well-rounded artist after leaders of the new school, I want to say. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what 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 Buster Rhyme song would you want me to play today? Oh well, uh, here, let me pull up my uh, my Spotify. That's here. what I was about to say. Um, you you have just the because list. I think yeah, I think that we've played it. We we've probably played a few. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> you got to think that Wuha was his breakout hit. You'd think you I I, I honestly think that was his uh, his breakout hit. You know. Um, if it were up to me, though, if you just want to play a Busta Rhymes song that I know that we haven't played, yeah, and it's it's off of a, a later album, it ain't safe no more. Um, called Call the Ambulance. Call the Ambulance. Yep, I think that's what it's called. All right, I think it's you, called. Let me just. Uh, you do that. Oh, it says that something went wrong because. Oh, let me just use my iPhone. Join. Ambulance. I don't have interweb here. Busta Rhymes, but... I got it right here, featuring Rampage. Okay. Busta yeah. Rhymes and Rampage. Call yeah, the ambulance. ambulance. Call right. the ambulance. 
pick up the people. That's right. <laughs> All right. So that is the song I'm going to be playing. Zane picked it. Thank you, Zane. I'm going to yep. let you go and have fun with your mama. And I am going to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish up this show right here. And uh, so. Oh, and I, what, I have one word of advice to anybody that goes to a to an airport. Don't wear slippers. Don't wear slippers. It is not becoming. You're not cool. I don't care how comfortable it is. It is not safe for you or those around you. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> is there any particular reason? You just heard them. It is not safe no, no. for you I meant, or did those you around see? you. Did yes, you... I saw somebody bite pavement because they were walking around in slippers. That's what I wanted to hear. And decided they can't figure out how to go up a stair in a slipper and busted their face on it. That's what I wanted to hear. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> All so, right. you know. PSA, safety 101. PSA. Slippers, stay at home. All right. So, Zane, you go have fun. We will see you back here when you come back. Uh, and right. he will be back on next week uh, with a special guest, Andre Gower, again. So we should have some fun. All right, Zane, I'll talk to you later, brother. All right. Take care, man. Love All right, you. man. Love you, Bye. Well, thank you, Zane, for calling in. I was getting lonely and bored. Just kidding. I can never be bored talking to you people. So, uh... We talked about uh, I was having a little hard time picking, and 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 and, and Zane, uh, you know, you did thank you for picking that Busta Rhymes song, and uh, I, I told you that I had picked the leader of the New School song, which we both agree isn't the greatest, but this song is dope. So, the song I'm picking is Case of the PTA, Leaders of the New School, Busta Rhymes.
7, 8, 28, 42. Hey, 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 You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. Oh man, did you know the first person convicted of speeding was only going eight miles an hour? That's right. According to Guinness Book of World Records, first person to be charged with speeding was Walter Arnold of the English village of Paddock Wood, Kent. On January 28th, 1896, Arnold was spotted going four times the speed limit in his 19th century Benz. But since the speed limit at the time was just two miles per hour, yeah, who can really blame him? All right. New car smell is the scent of dozens of chemicals. Few odors are as pleasing as new car smell, quote-unquote. And not just because it's nice to be in a brand new car, but while the scent may be strangely satisfying, the fact is that it's pretty much just a combination of 50-plus chemicals known as volatile organic compounds that are released into the car, decaying quickly over time. The concentrations found in a typical new car aren't dangerous, but among the VOCs that make up much of that new car smell are those found in nail polish, auto fuel, and petroleum. Yummy. Do you know that the world wastes about 1 billion metric tons of food per year? That's right. Food waste is a huge problem. How big? About 931 fucking million metric tons. All right? That's how much food that the researchers for the United Nations estimate was wasted in 2019. According to the Food Waste Index Report 2021, which surveyed 54 countries, finding that the majority of wasted food, 61%, comes from homes, while restaurants and other food services produce 26% of wasted food. Grocery stores make up just 13% of food waste. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty, um, pretty bad. Seriously, there's homeless people, there's people who can't eat, they're struggling. Give the food away if it's edible. Do you know the severed head of a sea slug can grow a whole new body? It sounds like something out of a horror film, but it's real. The Alicia CF Marginata nailed it. Type of sea slug has been found to not only survive decapitation, but to be able to grow a whole new body from it. Ecologists at Nara Women's University in Japan found that a few hours after having their head severed from the bodies, the snail's heads were already nibbling on a algae as if nothing had ever happened. In about 20 days, one-third of the sea slugs studied had fully grown back their bodies, heart included. Now, if they could just, you know, um, get that DNA and implant it into humans so we can, you know, start growing back fucking appendages and stuff and we would never die, uh, look into it, scientists. I can't be the guy who discovered this. Hair and nails grow faster during pregnancy. Duh. The world's smallest reptile was first reported in 2021. Those who think everything on the planet has already been discovered might just not be looking close enough. A tiny chameleon discovered in northern Madagascar and measuring just 28.9 millimeters is believed to be the smallest reptile on Earth. The itty-bitty chameleon was recently discovered and reported in the January 2021 issue of Scientific Reports, but there's one thing about these critters that's big for its size. The genitalia. Of the males measures almost 20% of its body length. That's a big dong. Damn. Again, scientists, if you can get this DNA and implant it into humans, just saying. Many feet bones don't harden until you're an adult. I did not know this. Okay. Feet are enormously complex parts of the body. Each foot contains 26 bones, as well as 33 joints and 19 muscles, which work together to allow for a huge range of motion and movements. But many of these bones remain cartilage throughout a person's childhood, slowly ossifying into bone as the years go on. According to the Ontario Society of Chiropodists, there you go, nailed it. 
all the bones in the foot don't completely harden until a person is about 21 years old. So, uh, yeah, we get soft feet until we're 21. Uh, I'm going to give you guys one more here real quick. Do you know the heads on Easter Island have bodies? Well, the iconic stone heads protruding from the ground on Easter Island are familiar to most, but many don't realize what lies beneath the surface. In the tens, archaeologists studying the hundreds of stone statues on the Pacific Island excavated two of the figures, revealing full torsos which measure as high as 33 feet. That's right. So there's bodies with those big-ass heads. Oh, by the way, people, the moon has moonquakes. Random facts. Talk to you next time. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna learn today. You, you, you gonna learn today. You gonna learn today. You, you, you gonna learn today. You gonna learn today. You, you, you gonna learn today. Let's get to that uh, Buster Rhymes song here that Zane picked. You know, I played you the case of the PTA, but leader of the new school, Zane, held it down and picked up a song with Busta Rhymes after he broke out, featuring a man called Rampage. This is Call the Ambulance. Yeah. Busta Rhymes now. Flip mode now. Check it. See, we in 2003 already. Catch up to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Huh? The motherfucking case closed. Huh? Shit blow your speaker, keep turning your bass low. Huh? Spaz out because I motherfucking say so. Huh? Before I blow this bitch like we down in Waco. Huh? Thinking cock diesel, that's the way we roll. Big truck shit, even my bitch whipping the rainbow. Huh? We bout to skyrocket and away we go. The way the bitches look and love the way we blow. Check it, we light shit up like Broadway, yo. Huh? The crackhead rappers better just say no. Before I turn super, then back the heat slow. Huh? Playing with for niggas in the back street, yo. We flow. Take your shit like I'm coming to repo. I create a crowd scene and stack a bunch of people. We busting through the door and shooting through your peephole. Huh? The shoot that never misses like shooting a free throw. All you niggas ready to go and call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Put the body on the step to carry their ass out. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Put the body on the step to carry their ass out. Call an ambulance. Get 16 to remove your organs. H2O riding around and say no. Notorious from New York to New Orleans. Uh, House come with the lake swimming with dolphins. Uh, 50 keys with large proportions. Uh, Caught a few niggas on money extortion. Uh, nigga snitch, FBI is hawking. Uh, Call Johnny Coppin, yo, this nigga was walking. Uh, Shit, we got to close down the club. Uh, Me, my cousin Buzz, we like Crockett and Tubbs. Uh, Pushing Lambos, big chains and dubs. Uh, Leaking flip mode, security with snubs. Uh, Up at club levels, 100 G's enough. Uh, and if them ducks rolling, bus, I'm beating it up. Uh, the streets ain't safe, though we heating it up. Uh, the party's on smash, now we tweaking it up. Uh, the bitches want the dick, so they eating it up. Now all you bitches better go and call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Put the body on the stretcher, carry their ass out. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Call an ambulance, come and pick up your people. Put the body on the stretcher, carry their ass out. Call an ambulance. Flip mode, we your heavy conjunction. We shut it down in every function. Beat you in your head until your brain malfunction. Your bus call the label, tell them when you're in production. Pinky ring status, so it's no discussion. Stop talking shit, niggas dodging and ducking. I'm cream cheese with the English muffin. I still got respect in the flatless junction. Hey, it's like we shaking down a dude. We like a pack of dogs that come to take a nigga food. My niggas flip quicker than a fucking interlude. I beat niggas, had they blood dripping through a tube.
Buster Rhymes Rampage. Call the ambulance from the album It Ain't Safe No More. Well, it's about that time. Time. Time for us to say goodbye to all our company. M-O-L-E-N-Z-A-N-E. Mole and Zane, Mole and Zane, we'll both be together here next week. Come along and sing the song and join the family. M-O-L-E-N-Z-A-N-E. See you guys next week. I went to go put all my all my ducats on authentic. Come to find out, there ain't no barley in this blasted place. Nor do I have any ducats. No, I needed to reach you. And it seems that the day of mothers, the psychic defenses are down in the dark. They flipped the script. How? He, 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 what's the number name? He says that we need divine bad things put out over the random birth and bring them together. Like it's a goddamn episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple and old Mac is pulling the strings. Well, I hear the chatter about there's a 40s man messiah. Here's the key to this wall. Find the 40s man and he'll tell them what to do. Say, I'll